Greetings, this is Pastor Jeff Riddle from Christ Reformed Baptist Church in Louisa, Virginia. And this is another in this series of readings from the preface to the King James Version of 1611 that is known as the Translators to the Reader. I'm going to be reading this from my personal Bible, which is a KJV uh, turquoise edition, and this is published by Cambridge University Press. And this is going to be uh, reading four of 15 sections of the preface, the translators to the reader. And it's found in my Bible on pages Roman numeral 5 to 18. Again, here is section four, which has as its title, The Praise of the Holy Scriptures. But now what piety without truth? What truth, what saving truth, without the word of God. What word of God, whereof we may be sure, without the scripture? The scriptures we are commanded to search, John 5.39, Isaiah 8.20. They are commended that, that searched and studied them, Acts 17.11 and 8.28 and 29. They are approved that were unskillful in them or slow to believe them. Matthew twenty two twenty nine, Luke twenty four twenty five. They can make us wise unto salvation, second Timothy three fifteen. If we be ignorant, they will instruct us. If out of the way they will bring us home. If out of order they will reform us. If in heaviness comfort us. If dull, quicken us. If cold, inflame us. Tole lege, tole lege. Take up and read. Take up and read the scriptures. For unto them was the direction, it was said unto St. Augustine, by a supernatural voice. Whatsoever is in the scriptures, believe me, saith the same. St. Augustine is high and divine. There is verily truth and a doctrine most fit for the refreshing and renewing of men's minds, and truly so tempered that every one may draw from thence that which is sufficient for him. If he come to draw with a devout and pious mind, as true religion requireth, thus St. Augustine and St. Jerome, Ama Scripturas, et amabit te sapientia, etc., Love the scriptures, and wisdom will love thee. And St. Cyril against Julian, even boys that are bred up in the scriptures become most religious, etc. But what mention we three or four uses of the scripture, whereas whosoever is to be believed or practiced or hoped for is contained in them? Or three or four sentences of the fathers, since whosoever is worthy the name of a father from Christ's time downward hath likewise written not only of the riches but also of the perfection of the scriptures of the scripture. I adore the fullness of the scripture, saith Tertullian against Hermogenes, and again to Apelles, a heretic of the like stamp, he saith, I do not admit that that which thou bringest in or concludest of thine own head or store, detuo, without scripture. So St. Justin Martyr before him, we must know by all means, saith he, 
that it is not lawful or possible to learn anything of God or of right piety, save only out of the prophets, who teach us by divine inspiration. So St. Basil, after Tertullian, it is a manifest falling away from the faith and a fault of presumption either to reject any of those things that are written or to bring in upon the head of them epi sagain, any of those things that are not written. We omit to cite to the same effect St. Cyril, Bishop of Jerusalem, in his four catecheses, St. Jerome against Helvidius, St. Augustine in his third book against the letters of Petillion, and in very many other places of his works. Also, we forbear to descend to latter fathers because we will not weary the reader. The scriptures then, being acknowledged to be so full and so perfect, how can we excuse ourselves of negligence if we do not study them, of curiosity if we, do not, if we be not content with them? Men talk much of Ire Sione, how many sweet and godly things it had hanging on it, of the philosopher's stone, that it turneth copper into gold, of cornucopia, that it had all things necessary for food in it, of panaceas, the herb, that it was good for all diseases, of catholicon, the drug, that it is instead of all purges, of Vulcan's armor, that it was an armor of proof against all thrusts and all blows, etc. Well, that which they falsely or vainly attributed to these for bodily good, we may justly and with full measure ascribe unto the scripture for spiritual. It is not only an armor, but also a whole armory of weapons, both offensive and defensive, whereby we may save ourselves and put the enemy to flight. It is not an herb, but a tree, or rather a whole paradise of trees of life, which bring forth fruit every month, and the fruit thereof is from meat, and the leaves from medicine. It is not a pot of manna, or a cruise of oil, which were for memory only, or for a meal's meat or two, but as it were a shower of heavenly bread, sufficient for a whole host, be it never so great and as it were a whole cellar full of oil vessels, whereby all our necessities may be provided for, and our debts discharged. In a word, it is a pannery of wholesome food against fanound traditions. A physician's shop, St. Basil called it, of preservatives against poisoned heresies. A pandect of profitable laws against rebellious spirits, a treasury of most costly jewels against beggarly rudiments. Finally, a fountain of most pure water, springing up unto everlasting life. And what marvel, the original thereof being from heaven, not from earth, the author being God, not man, the inditer, the Holy Spirit, not the wit of the apostles or prophets, the penmen, such as were sanctified from the womb, and endued with the principal portion of God's Spirit, the matter, verity, piety, purity, uprightness, the form, God's word, God's testimony, God's oracle, the word of truth, the word of salvation, etc., 
the effects, light of understanding, stableness of persuasion, repentance from dead works, newness of life, holiness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Lastly, the end and reward of the study thereof, fellowship with the saints, participation of the heavenly nature, fruition of an inheritance immortal, undefiled, and that never shall fade away. Happy is the man that delighteth in the scripture, and thrice happy that meditateth in it day and night. Here ends part four of this preface, The Translators to the Reader.